On today's show, the small crossover segment is booming, but who's on top? BMW's DesignWorks Studio continues to help out Olympians, and how Mazda's all-new CX-3 got its looks. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for August 5th of 2015. As we keep saying, the small crossover segment in the U.S. is red hot. But do you know which models lead that segment? You can probably name a few, but there are some surprises. Through the first seven months of the year, the Jeep Patriot is by far and away the top vehicle. It outsold the Subaru XV Crosstrek, both the gasoline and hybrid version, by nearly 20,000 units. Next on the list is the Buick Encore, with sales topping 37,000 units. Jeep is once again on the list with the Compass, which just beat out the Kia Sportage to round out the top five. Again, those numbers are for the first seven months of the year. If you look at just July, the top three models are the same, but the new Jeep Renegade and Honda HRV burst their way into the top five. But Jeep pretty much owns the small crossover segment. Sales of the Patriot, Compass, and Renegade totaled 122,000 units through July. That's just about a third of the vehicles sold in that segment so far. Earlier this year, Lincoln revived the Continental with a concept at the New York Auto Show. It received a lot of attention, but one unique feature that went somewhat unnoticed is its 30-way seats. Yep, you can adjust the seats 30 different ways. Some of the highlights include two extending thigh cushions that can be independently adjusted and move up and down. Its flexible suspension system and thin layer of foam is able to conform to a variety of body types and helps to reduce stress in the shoulders and neck. The Continental seats also come with amenity features you would expect like massage and heated and cooling functions. Lincoln engineers studied first-class seats and airplanes to come up with the design. And amazingly, the company has filed 50 patents related to the seats and has 100 more under review. Hey, make sure you check out our coverage of the Car Management Briefing Seminars. John is interviewing a number of executives, including from Local Motors, the first company to 3D print a car, and Canadian auto supplier Magna. So keep checking out Autoline.tv today as we post the latest interviews from the conference floor. Still to come, Lexus takes us for a ride on its hoverboard, and a brake supplier teams up with a toy maker. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Hyundai, learn more at Hyundai.com. And by Pure Michigan, leading the automotive world in intelligent connected vehicles. We run on brain power. Back in late June, Lexus unveiled a hoverboard. Yes, like the one from Back to the Future, along with a team of scientists who specialize in magnetic levitation technology. At the time, I was a little critical because it didn't show the board supporting a human's weight. Today, I'm eating those words. Not only did Lexus release a video of it supporting a human's weight, but it also thrashed through an entire skate park, including floating over a patch of water. The only catch is, for the board to work, over 200 meters of magnetic track was laid beneath the surface of the specially created hover park. But I couldn't care less about that. 
and I just want to know, where do I sign up? Well, I'm sure most of us fondly remember the toy cars and trucks we played with as kids. They helped fuel the passion that we still have today. Those were mostly stamped metal forms. Nowadays, kids get toys like Automoblocks. With an almost Lego-like quality, the vehicles have interchangeable front and rear ends, roofs, wheels and tires, and now for the first time ever, Brembo brakes. Isn't that amazing? A supplier company that has teamed up with a toy maker? There are a variety of caliper colors available with three different rotor designs. So now whether it be the real thing or an Automoblocks, both parent and child can work on Brembo brakes. At the Sochi Olympics last year, BMW helped the U.S. two-man bobsled team earn a bronze medal, the first medal in that event in 62 years, by creating the bobsled it raced in. And now the automaker is helping out the Paralympic team. It will develop a racing wheelchair that will be used by the track and field team for the 2016 Paralympic Games in Rio. BMW's Design Works Studio in California will be in charge of developing the wheelchair, and hopefully they can help recreate last year's success. Coming up next, how this form helped define how the all-new Mazda CX-3 would look. Yesterday we took a look at a design technique called a speed form, where a shape is created that's void of wheels, headlights, a windshield, and everything else to show how light bounces off its surfaces. Now let's take a listen to how this technique was used in an actual production vehicle, the CX-3. So what we do is we bring a lot of energy from the front of the speed form into the rear to get some energy in the back wheel, what we call traction form. So there's a lot of energy in the rear, there's a lot of energy moving over the cabin into the front. We push the front in as tight as we could to give it a really good short front overhang and we gave it a lot of voluptuous surface. What we want to do is we want to make sure that when you walk around the vehicle, in this case the speed form, that the surface changes as you look at it. So it's never constant. There's a different section throughout the whole surface. And what that does, it gives the whole design energy and movement. And it's, it gives it a really special characteristic that you don't get in a lot of traditional automobile designs. Mazda's goal with the CX-3 was to create a vehicle that has great presence, balance, and proportions in a compact, practical package. It wanted a vehicle that looked like it was moving even when it wasn't. I think they did a pretty good job of that, and when the CX-3 is moving, I think it's the best handling model in its segment. It'll be interesting to see if customers agree, and Mazda is able to boost its sales. As we pointed out yesterday, Mazda is losing market share in an industry that's seeing some pretty good growth at the moment. That wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.